It's been uh, really wonderful uh, being with you, the, the core of our, our parish family over these days of, of Christmas through all of the these different celebrations that we've had and again this morning to be, to be with you as we celebrate the motherhood of Mary and enter into this uh, first day of the new year. In the, um, the first reading today in the psalm, there's uh, a beautiful image of the Lord blessing us and the way that, that, that the fullness of that blessing is conveyed when the Lord says to Moses, this is how you are to instruct your brother Aaron. Remember, Aaron was the first great high priest, that, that line of Aaron. But the Lord says, here's the blessing that I want you to teach him. And so the Lord himself gives that beautiful phrase, may the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And it's just it's a beautiful image for how blessed one could be. Um, the face representative of, of the whole of the person and to be looking at someone, to, to have your face turned toward them is an expression of, of care, of attention, uh, attentiveness, all of that. Scripture knows the other side of it where at times like the, the Israelites have sinned and they've wandered away from the <coughs> Lord but then, as they often do, they kind of cry out to God, Lord, why did you hide your face from us? So it, it, it knows the downside of it, but the blessing here is beautiful. And then that got picked up in the Psalm, Psalm 67 today, picks up that same image. And uh, the thing that I just find it's so beautiful is, what, what would the reaction uh, of the Israelites have been like? If you could go back in time to the days of Isaiah, Isaiah the great prophet of Advent, if you could say to Isaiah, the day is going to come when that very blessing is going to be fulfilled in the flesh, like the day is going to come when God himself will become man and we would be able to look on his face. Like, do you think, could Isaiah have even imagined that? Could he have even like, had a category to, to put that in? I don't even know that he could have. I mean, it's so easy for us on this side of salvation history just to take it for granted. We're Christian, that means that God became man, but this is such an awesome thing that there is that very first moment that we have in the gospel when Mary, holding her newborn son, for the very first time, a human being is able to look on the face of God in that way. And it's such an awesome and beautiful thing. One of the images that I made use of in our Advent reflections for those of you that had gotten the daily emails was a beautiful painting of Mary with the child Jesus just lying in the manger before him, Joseph standing over her shoulder, two angels in adoration, and the, the artist was in the school of Caravaggio who was the great artist who did these amazingly, like, just dramatic things with light and dark in his paintings. And this artist uh, was in that school. But in, in the canvas, the, the child Jesus is the source of this bright light that just causes there to be this glow. And the face of Mary is illuminated not by a candle or, or by the sun, but her face is illuminated by the light of this divine child, and as are the faces of Joseph and the angels that are adoring. But this is the moment that we get 
to, to dwell on and, and focus on today. This incredible gift that, that God has become one of us and has allowed his face in the flesh to shine on us. And in all of this, it, it continues the mystery of Christmas, which is the closeness of God. That God would come so close to us that he would take for himself an earthly mother. And so that's what I, I wanna just give you that, this thought for, to, to go into the day and into the rest of this Christmas season is the closeness of God coming to us in the flesh who lets his face shine on us, but the closeness is not simply a physical closeness. Mary has that, but the closeness is deeper. It goes into relationship. It's not just that, that God comes down and I can physically get close to him that way. It's a much deeper closeness. We celebrate today the fact that Mary is truly the mother of God. And so her closeness with him is the closeness that every mom knows with, with their child. I mean, that, that kind of closeness, that's just a, it's an awesome thing. But the closeness is also a gift given to us. In the second reading today, St. Paul tells us that, that in the fullness of time, Jesus was born of a woman, born into our, 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 our whole human condition, our human state, so that we might receive adoption as sons. So God coming to us in the flesh, letting his face shine on us, but a closeness that's a, it's a newer closeness than we ever knew before. And it's a closeness at the level of, of relationship. What happens at Christmas sets in motion the events that will allow me and you to have a closeness with God the Father that we never ever thought or could have dreamed possible, that we would be made his own adopted sons and daughters. So everything about Christmas is the Lord just doing this incredible thing in terms of just getting closer to us than we could have ever, ever imagined. And so an encouragement for you from all of this is He's going out of his way to make this clear to us. And so the encouragement is for your prayer. Um, I, I, some of you might do New Year's resolutions. I don't know. Uh, they often don't seem to work, at, at least at the worldly level. But, but we do need, and it's important, to, to have an intention and to be intentional about pursuing the good stuff in our life. And, and the heart of that, the most important good thing, is your relationship with God. So. He obviously wants to be close, and so I just want to give you the encouragement as we're looking at the new year ahead. Be, be deliberate in your life of prayer. The Lord wants you to enjoy a closeness with him that, that I, don't, I don't think most of us could even appreciate what, what he has in mind for us. But the more generous we are, the, the, the more he will just take us to himself. And so, I want to give you that encouragement today um, to pursue him in prayer, to go after him, uh, to respond to what he's doing at Christmas, this deliberate drawing so near to us and giving us that gift of an utterly new relationship with him. And so in your prayer, 
to pursue that intimacy with the Lord. Do it in the sacraments, that's the heart of where we encounter the Lord. And I don't know what this will exactly mean for you, but in regard to the Mass, what might the Lord be asking of you in order for you to go deeper into these mysteries? What might that be? Could be a little more preparation at home. You know, something different happens when you come to Mass already having spent a little bit of time reflecting on the readings. I've told you this before, but I love that because when you already are giving God room to work through his word, I can give a really lousy homily and you're like, like God spoke so much through you. Well, it's just, it, it, it had really little to do with me. It was because you opened your heart to him. So please do that. It takes a burden off the priest. But, but perhaps drawing closer to him in, in the sacrament of the mass, the Eucharist, is going to mean that time spent in his word. It could be just time spent reflecting on the gift of his body and blood as you get ready to receive him. How about closeness in, in the gift of his mercy and reconciliation? What might that look like for you this coming year? Flowing out of the Mass back to the Eucharist, um, it could be time spent with him in Eucharistic adoration, that closeness that he gives us in the sacrament of his body and blood. So different things there. In your prayer life at home, um, what might the Lord be calling you to there in terms of that closeness? Um, we live in a world that, that so wants to find like the hack for everything, right? Like we want to find the shortcut. We want to find the, the, the quick secret way to kind of like get the good thing easily. But um, your prayer life is it's not, you cannot hack your prayer life. You, you can't do it. And as I've said in other places, your prayer life, it can never be microwaved. Your prayer life, it's, it's a slow-cooked meal. It takes time. Every good thing does. And so I just want to encourage you, this awesome mystery that we celebrate now at Christmas, it's all about God coming closer to us than we could have ever imagined. And so respond to that. Let your prayer life reflect that response to the God who loves you so much that he's entered into our, our human life to share fully in it in order to take us to the Father. Let your prayer life reflect that as we continue these days of Christmas and as we enter into the, the gift of this new year that the Lord has given.